0: Hello ladies. So good to see you. Hi, Linda. <laughs> Hi, Robin. It's pulling a blanket across my lap. It's cold here.
1: I turned I had my volume off. Hi Linda. <laughs> Hi Robin. Hi, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> how cold is it? Um, cold it's is it? in the 20s. It's, it's really freezing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: cold. But that's okay. Yeah. It's so pretty. The snow's outside. It's so pretty. And I don't oh. have to drive anywhere today, so that's good. <laughs>
1: so how many inches did you get, Linda?
0: Oh, probably just three or four. It's not that much. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're supposed to get snow on Sunday, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, I'm used to counting it in feet here, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, four inches in Richmond, it's like it just stops the whole thing out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I guess winter is truly here.
0: It is.
2: Are you relatively close to Buffalo?
0: Yeah, just a couple hours drive away. Yep. That's, yeah, They get less now, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they often get more than we do, but every once in a while <laughs> that wind shifts and we get dumped on and they get missed. I don't miss it. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I don't know that I would either. I love the changes of the seasons, but yeah, um, having to get around in the snow—not one of my favorite things. Though I'm used to it. Well, it's better
2: there because it's it's common in the winter, whereas here, it can snow once, and the all winter, and then when it does, it's a lot of snow.
0: People are just not used to it. Yeah. Know. Yep. Things go. shut down because people because you guys aren't equipped for it. Just like where Robin's at. Diane, do you get a lot of snow where you are? No, oh, I don't know that she can hear us. Huh. <laughs> Doesn't seem so. Diane, okay. can you hear us?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I can hear you, but they're kind of breaking up. Is is it breaking up for other people as well? Or I was going to actually go off and try to come back in. Is it breaking up for other people?
1: You are. You're breaking up, but Carla and Linda are not breaking up. Well, that's how
3: I see it.
0: (laughs) Okay. Hi, Carolyn. Change rooms. Thanks, me. All right, honey. Welcome, welcome. Good to see you. Yeah, How we- are you? <laughs> Early, I <Hi>,
2: wondered. <Carla. laughs> Hi, Carla. I was thinking about you the other day. I seen you in a while. Yeah, Carolyn's in my mastery circle last year.
0: Neat. I love those connections. Yeah, just gonna wait a second to see if uh Diane can join us again before I pray us in. Hmm. We got to spend some time hmm. with uh Angela and Justine. Oh, um, how was that? Oh my gosh that baby is so adorable and just has this you just have this sense that she's an old soul that knows way more than we do <laughs> and angela is just so um i mean she's just completely nesting um allowing her self the the time to really relish every moment with that baby and um, listen to her body, and you know they're still finding their their way with um, uh, some kind of schedule. But she's only three weeks old today. It's just—it's amazing. She does not look like a newborn. It looks much older than that. I mean, she's tiny, but yeah, tiny looks like yeah. she's pretty long. Yeah, it does look like she's big, but <laughs> she's so tiny. She I mean I think she is big for a baby her age, but I don't know. She just How how what was her weight? Um just to see if she, I can't recall exactly. I wanna say she was right around seven pounds or just over six. You know, no. almost seven. That,
1: that's a that's a nice size. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's 20 inches long or, or, more. So she's, you know, she's a big girl, but she just, I think it's been a long, long time since I've seen a baby that tiny. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Diane, are you back? We <laughs> <laughs>
2: should
0: lots of hair. We lots of hair. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> really thick, beautiful, uh, dark. They're not quite sure if it's black or dark brown yet, but Oh my gosh, just adorable. Just want to love her up. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to say a prayer for us. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's my hands and my heart, that deep breath of love and gratitude. <clears throat> mm, so grateful for this time to come together with my beautiful sisters. Grateful for the opportunity to join together to do this healing, holy work. Grateful to remember the love and the light that we are. Grateful for Jennifer, for this community that she's put together for us. Grateful for all of our earthly and heavenly helpers. We ask that they surround us now, supporting us, loving us, and guiding us during this call and as we go through our days. And we're grateful that we get to benefit and we share the benefit with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen. So we're working with the rocks today. Um, There was a community call a couple weeks ago for the um, MLC2 folks. So I chose the class that they did on February 27th, because that's my birthday. (laughs) And I love that teaching about the the big rocks. Um, I remember the the video that Jennifer shared in the beginning of the year. And um, it it feels good to reflect on something like this now. So as we come to the end of the year and and things get busy with the holidays. So what? Let's see the most. What is the most fulfilling big rock? That's my first question. Or, just double check. Yes. What big rocks can you imagine to add? What big rock have you neglected that has become energy an energy drain? What intention can you set for healing neglected areas? What big rock is a strong pressing priority, and what big rock do you have so much desire around that you and you resist energizing it? Who would like to begin our sharing?
2: Well, I can't remember all those questions really, but I I think the big rock that I put most energy to is also the the one it drains me because I'm um, when I it's the judgment. It's not the rock. It's not the energy I put into it. It's the judgment that I'm not doing what i should be doing and that's like i don't know if it's a little rock but that's the drain that's the definite drain anytime i think i judge that something isn't acceptable i don't know Can you put the questions in the chat? I did. I did? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Does anybody else have a sense of what their big rock is? Or any of their big rocks?
3: Well, okay, since I don't want to really talk, I guess I don't. <laughs> Here's your reason. Um, <laughs> no, that's my reason. <laughs> so I just did this this morning. Excuse me, I was having a hard time finding February 27th. Excuse me, something's in my eye. Anyway, so so it's kind of fresh on my mind, and um, so I had my rocks, but the, when she asked the question, is there a desire of my heart that is overwhelming that I'm reluctant to make a big rock? Well, that's when it all came about for me, part, mm. <laughs> because I realized, you know, I can write down what I think my big rocks are and my priorities, and I can focus on those. But mm-hmm. the ones I don't want to focus on is sort of like, Carly, you were alluding to the things more that I do to myself, uh, like the judging or the uh, impatience. And I just got back from a wonderful spiritual retreat where I was silent. I did not talk for five days, not a word, not a peep. And I loved it. But now I'm back (laughs) to my life and to my mind. And to all the clutter and all the stuff that has to be done. And now it's December the 7th and all those things. And my big rock, I think, is I spend, I think I can live in the present moment, but I don't at all. I spend an enormous amount of time thinking what if thing or worry. I, see, I think I'm not a worrier, <laughs> but I think a lot about That guy doesn't do, like a guy was supposed to send me some things and I was supposed to have the paperwork yesterday when I returned and la-da-da-da. Well, he didn't. (laughs) So Mm. I got to look at my, okay, all in God's time, you know, go through all this calmness that I've been in. And the truth is, it ticked me off because he's been gonna and gonna and gonna for weeks and weeks and weeks. And so I make up, he's not going to. So what I heard her say in that conversation, and I've heard her say many times, and I've heard all of us say it, is that when once we um, think about what we don't don't want, then we're projecting ourselves out of the present, thinking mm-hmm. about what we don't want. So I got to notice when I was sitting in silence how much of my life I spend um, not in the present moment. I mean... Like not even in like right now in this moment I'm in this present moment. But give me a couple of seconds and I could start thinking about what I need to do such and such, mm-hmm. or um, what am I going to get so and so for Christmas? And <laughs> that I get so, then I do what you said and then I judge myself and I'm convinced. Well, I'm the problem, so I might as well just forget it. I've done all these seminars <laughs> and done all this work. And the common denominator is Carolyn. So then I get sad and, I mean, I sound like I'm a basket case. I guess I am. But I get kind of down on myself and then I'm judging, judging, judging myself. And when I get in that, then, of course, I'm judging everybody else. I mean, to be a whole week without any news, without any emails, without any texts, without any conversation, that's where I want to live. It was bliss. It was fabulous and then I go it's because I I, my big rock is experiencing the present moment at the present moment to me that's different than living in it it's it's experiencing it and then noticing when I'm not noticing I'm not instead of Projecting into the future, and this has been—I just it just dawned on me. I, thank you for allowing me kind of wander around in the bushes here, but I'm just realizing this has been something I've done all my life. I, this is a this is my pattern. This is my big pattern, which is, well, he didn't call. That must mean, and then I make up. Well, when he does call, then I'm going to say, Brr. and. So then I can't live with what's going on now. So I guess, I don't know what I'm saying, but I guess my biggest rock is this. Mm. Is so is it supposed to be positive? So this the big, the biggest rock that I am reluctant to make a rock. I guess the biggest overwhelm. I guess is that I'm not willing to make a rock. Is this constant um, living other ex Projecting forward with my experiences. Does that sound weird? I mean...
0: No, not at all.
3: I I, I just... Excuse me. I just get so... uh, Frustrated or... I get sad about it. Yeah. And, um... My big... My biggest uh, overwhelm that I'm reluctant to make a big rock is I want my joy. I want my joy. And I know it's because I'm not living in this moment. And now in this one. And now in this one. Why I said anything and where the tears are from.
0: You wouldn't want to live in my brain. Oh my gosh! I've said that so many times, Carolyn. <laughs> like my brain is like a dark alley at night that you do not want to be living in. <laughs> yeah.
3: well, what, what? I don't even have to know why. I'm trying. She's trying to figure it out. It's more of. Um, I know that grace. I know that bliss. I know that golden light i call it i can see it i can feel it it's wonderful then what has me listen to the other part that doesn't want me to live there i guess or he knows what it is i mean i'm sitting here watching the beautiful rain it's great it's pouring down we're going to have floods so that's okay but not in my personal life not when it comes to what's in these most important 6 inches of my life right in here mm-hmm. Right no, I got all warmed up on that one. <laughs> I'm glad you did. So what are we going to do about this dark alley?
0: Linda We're going to shine that light. Yeah, just be willing to to remember that we are the light and uh, from God help us. If I'm the lie, whoa! Yeah, <sighs> Carolyn, on. there's only one of us.
2: <laughs>
0: so we, a lot. we We, we got a
3: lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. Anyway, can I respond to that? Does any one of you? No. Yes, ma'am. Of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've told myself that I. No, I respect Jennifer. I see the light there. And we're one. So if it's there, it's here. You know, we, it can't be separate. And so it's I just told myself she's learning and she's learning.
3: Yes, and I can hear my mind saying something that she said frequently, which is she'll talk to someone and they'll be saying something like, "I'm just listening to you say that," and my mind goes, "Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but," and I go, "Where is that coming? Why? And and why is it now? It didn't used to be this way. Seems like the more I move forward on this spiral, the bigger the collapse down the middle is, or something." anyway, Carla, I'm still in the same place I was when I talked to you last year. <laughs>
2: They're They're no, not. you're not. No, you're not. You're much more willing to speak about it. Much more willing. <laughs> and to let it go instead of believing it, bounce around inside of your brain, right? Okay. Well, Carolyn, can you guys hear me?
0: Yes.
1: I I just want to say that you expressed yourself beautifully. You were so efficient, and I could relate to every word. And um, I know that I have grown immensely, but I still feel so distracted by my mind, and it feels like I have to be – I am still in this place of diligence. And disappointed that those neg—it's—it's it's like a fog that just is there. It's always this, like, underlying fog that it's so subtle, and it, you know, and when I wake up to it, then I can say, oh, only loving thoughts are true, or or I can change my mind, or I can sweep the floor, or I can do something. But it, it's, it's this uh, still being in this pattern of where I have to really pay attention and have intention about this work. And um, like you, I see the, the glimpses, I experience the joy, I want to stay there all the time, I want peace. Mm-hmm. I want peace. I want peace. So thank you for sharing and doing that so beautifully. Oh, yeah. I relate it to every word.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, sometimes when things. Oh, I see. All right, honey. I'm just going
3: to get off the call. Well. You guys are not feeling very well today. Yeah, that's so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Next week. Okay, Let's Diane. To you. I hope I feel you. better. Talk later, yeah. I well, feel better. Thank you, everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Aw. I know, poor thing. My prayer partner. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when... Um, when I am moving forward and I have that sense that I'm not moving forward because I keep judging myself and those negative, repetitive thoughts keep going in my mind over and over and over again, the, the thing that makes me feel so horrible about it is that I'm noticing them now. I'm noticing them way more. And that's so uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm getting to a point, not all the time, but occasionally. Um, and I think more often than not now, where when I have those upsets, I can be grateful for them because I know that it means that something's coming up for healing. And the reason why I feel so horrible about it is because I'm noticing it now. And I didn't even notice it. Because I wasn't paying attention. I was just going through the motions of my life.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. And sometimes you kind of just go along. And then sometimes you just get really depressed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, um, and, and to notice that, you know, this is kind of a, a default place that you notice it at different levels at different times and um, I am working with um, you know I, I feel like gratitude is like saving my life and I've come from a place of years of being grateful for, for the things that you think you should be grateful for And then understanding that you needed to be, or that being grateful for everything is the way to go. And um, I do notice when I sit uh, quietly and try to go to that meditative space, which is really challenging for me, that if I go into gratitude, the experience is alive with spirit. When I'm kind of, you know, I, you know, it's hard for me to just let go and be whatever, because uh, I usually start wandering off with thoughts that I don't want. So I just notice it I am paying attention and, and being in gratitude, and it just is so amazing. Um, gosh, Carla, you're going to have to hear this for the third time. <laughs> Can I tell my, my story? Just very quickly, I it's a long story but I try to cut it down. Uh, last week or 2 weeks ago now the trash service came and they you know they dumped the trash. I'm so grateful that I have curbside trash service and recycling and it's and uh, so wonderful. But a couple of pieces loosely fell out across the street and on the road. I don't have to tell this story.
0: Come on, No, go ahead and tell it.
1: Okay, okay. Um, And there was, so there were a couple of, just a couple of pieces of trash on the um, curve on the street, across the street from me, and to make a long story short, I started blaming the trash service people and my neighbors, why didn't they put that in the plastic bag, and, It was raining cats and dogs that day. I mean, all you needed to do was go out and pick up the trash, but it was raining and cold, and I wasn't going to. And I obsessed about that for two or three days. Then I was coming and going, and I was hurrying to go, and I'd come back and be like, I'm too tired. And I made up all these stories. It wasn't awful in being, but it was enough. It was aggravating me, and it kept bothering me, and I keep seeing it out there. (laughs) Just, and my so this happened on Tuesday, and on Friday morning I'm sitting in quiet time, and all of a sudden, and I've become used to, I can now be friendly towards the phrase the Christ, and I mean for years I've known, uh, in A Course in Miracles way, what the Christ means, but I still couldn't use those words and. Um, I've been reading or just just mellowing out and accepting and, and, and really bringing that into my language. And I was sitting there quietly, and all of a sudden, I was like, happened? see the Christ in the trash. Mm-hmm. And it was like, immediately, I was like this new person. And it was such a silly kind of superficial with all the really deep woundedness and all the world being so mad and insane. But it was this huge um, light bulb or just this huge that brought it immediately when I could say that and see that because I'm like, how do we see peace in this world? How do we? Practically, really do this that we see love in the world when it looks so unloving. And in that moment, choosing to see the Christ in the trash just lit up my whole life. And then I had compassion for myself first. Don't beat myself up for being, you know, obsessive and angry about this or, or irritated. And then uh, being grateful for the quiet neighbors that I have. And yeah, these neighbors are great. And so uh, unless you went through that kind of little experience, it probably doesn't doesn't mean anything. But I'm trying, there's a new tool in my pocket, and it's bringing the Christ to to everything. And so now um, I'm trying to practice when I have those Thoughts that are negative and fearful and scary, and is that one of the new tool? That new tool is bringing the Christ to that, uh, you know, to everything. And so I'm, I've, I've got it in my pocket now to use. Yeah. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Robin. great tool to turn it around, it feels like. Carla, you're muted, honey.
2: And, Robert, it didn't matter how many times you said it, because each time you say it, you're strengthening that. So I don't care if you say it a million times. Okay.
3: So if we are all, all of us, myself included, we are the Christ and the trash included. It's all of us. And that includes everybody, whether I agree with their point of view or not. It includes them too. It even includes all the little animals and all the little trees, all the little everything. So where does this conversation of my judgments, criticisms, evaluations of myself when I think I'm not doing that about the trash or anybody else, but maybe I am, where, where, how does that fit in? I mean, my mind goes, well, see, it's all them. They're doing it. You're doing great. That's not right. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. it, it's like, what, what calls that in
2: at that moment? Where does that come from? So I, I, almost interrupted you. So I like to address that. So this has been going ever since I've heard this talk. Is that this is a learning that I had? And I'll share it. I'd like to share it. And it was huge for me. Huge. I identified with the voice in my head all my life, thinking that was me. That. Is not me that's just whatever you want to call it, ego, uh the personality self, um, a pattern of behavior, whatever lifetime you know whatever it is but that's it's all called ego. Once I realized that that voice is not me, then I could choose whether or not to listen to it, and I stopped blaming myself. For what it told me, because it's not me. And so that's really huge. And I, I, mean, I was hesitant, because I've said this before, but I, for me, it was really huge because I stopped judging. It's like, it's not even me that's judging myself. It's just, I am believing the ego. It's not even me, spirit, I am spirit, we are spirit, our true self is spirit, and so spirit doesn't judge, ever, so then you know that any time you hear criticism, complaint, judgment, opinion, even, that's not me, and so I had to, I'm still practicing noticing the thinking the thoughts, whatever you want to call it, and choosing uh, uh I don't, that's ego I'm not interested in that anymore and so and i I really for me when I stopped. Believing, I used to think it was me, and so I think I said that. But I just always believed it, and that's huge, 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 huge. If mankind could stop identifying with the voice in their head, that would shift the 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 planet. So, what do you think about that? What does the voice say about that?
3: My voice says, yay, you're doing it. I don't have to. I'm teasing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, I, I hear you, and I get it. I don't get it in my being. I, for, excuse me. Up until now, I haven't gotten it in my being. Yes, perfect. I hear it, and I can intellectualize. And when I'm feeling really great, then, yeah, I got it. Sure, I'm cranking along, and it's all really hunky-dory. But then the silliest little thing, not to say that this was silly, Robin, but the silliest little thing, like the trash, then it all comes up. And so, therefore, then it applies to everything in my life, and then I go down that tunnel. And I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, I – if if we are everything and God is everything, then this is also God talking, right? So
2: what, what would have God say these things to me? <laughs> well, I think, well, I've been listening to Gina Lake, and she calls it the programming. We're, we, when we're created, when we're put, when we went from a spirit and non-form, into form, we were given programming to like, run from the tiger, look, look for the water, stop at the stop. I mean, we, we utilize it still at some times, but most of it is not useful, but that's how we were created as a body. We had to have those things at the time we were caveman and, and mashing vegetables and hunting berries and stuff. That was helpful. But it's not as helpful anymore. But it does still help because you need to still stop at a stoplight. We do use it. It is helpful. Stop, you need to stop at a stoplight, look both ways before you cross the street, no one get hit. I mean, it is useful, but you, it's like, it's not picking and choosing, but it's feeling, feeling it. You know, when you feel, when you, truth, when someone's when, 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 and you're like, here, ego, and you're like, you don't really listen as well. But when you hear truth and you feel it in your heart, you're like, say it again. You feel it. So if you listen to the voice and you're judging and you feel, uh, I'm, that's how you know. That's the divine clock, like Jennifer says. I mean. The divine says, kumquat?
3: What would you say?
2: Divine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> divine <laughs> kumquat. The divine kumquat. I love it.
2: <laughs> Call it that, too. If it caught your attention, sure. whatever you like. The divine alarm clock, I think. Oh.
3: <laughs> oh, God, yes, of course. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> These <Kumquat. East> coasters. <laughs> I'm going to call them a kumquat. And when I, now my speech isn't as clear as it used to be. It, sometimes it happens. So. But if it helps, think of the kumquat. So when it happens, in uh-huh. days, you go, oh, kumquat. <laughs> And you can laugh. See, that's the huge. Oh gosh, this is
3: being recorded. I'm so sorry to whoever's
2: listening to this. <laughs> oh man. no, I think mean, you're helping many. Helping well, I many. think
3: I think the seriousness and the significance and the plodding onward through the sludge is getting is getting me down I kind of like the divine kumquat <laughs> or something <laughs> to lighten this lighten me for me personally I'm not saying anybody else or Jennifer's group or anything I'm just saying for me I've just gotten so analytical checking it all out okay that's not it so how do I need to do how do I need to resolve this one um yeah so my big rock is to
0: Have joy. And use the divine kumquat. And use the divine kumquat. (laughs) I love that. I'm going to think of that every time now because I know, you know, when those judgments are coming up or when I'm feeling irritated and stuff, you know, my mind goes to, oh, that's the divine alarm clock. So now I can go to that's the divine kumquat. It's going to make me laugh. And that's just going to raise my vibration. So job done. Job okay. done, go. We <laughs> settled that
3: one. We got it. Is, okay, we got it.
0: <laughs> yeah. When I think back to like twenty years ago, if I if somebody would have asked me these big rock questions, like my big rocks would have been, okay, I have to have a five year plan. Um, I have to get ahead in my job or my career, whatever that is, I have to um, save money for my retirement. I mean, those would have been my big rocks and those are just like tiny pebbles. Now my big rock is trust and faith. That's my biggest rock, trust and faith and knowing that every stinking thing is helpful. <laughs> Cause the divine oh. kumquat says so. <laughs>
3: Oh Lord! (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Oh! Yeah. So Carolyn,
1: look what you got today. You can focus on the divine con. I can't even pronounce it, but that's what you can focus on. (laughs) To boot. (laughs) Oh really, really, I love it. It's
0: going to go through masterful living like a... It's <laughs>
1: brilliant. Oh, you'll be famous. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. this is good. This is really lovely. Thank you for
2: making, helping us laugh today, you and Carla. You know, it's interesting is that you spoke maybe, what, 20, 30 minutes ago, that you wanted more joy and your life. It's great here. It's already here that's how powerful you are no I mean it must be true look we've just been joyful for the last what five minutes
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: thank you Carolyn oh, you're, you're sure?
2: <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy so I'd like to offer you because you said, yeah, sure. Right. So yeah. let's embrace that. I want you to, what she said with her words, I want you to picture it. It's like something in form and I want to picture yourself embracing that and having it melt into you. Okay.
3: Thank you for that.
0: Thank you. I don't even know what a compot looks like. (laughs) 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 Well, it's a little... And it's a fruit.
3: Mhm. It's about that big, and it's kind of orange-ish. Looks a little like a tiny baby. I think orange. Kind of.
2: Oh, i It's
3: it's um. Yeah.
1: Does it grow wild in the forest?
3: I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> Something does. <laughs> and now it grows wild in this forest. Mhm. Oh, gosh. What have I
0: done? you have been wonderful. Wonderful. You joy. Oh. Do you feel better? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's interesting. Thank you for that question. Yes, I do, and I feel a little embarrassed. Kind mm. of a little bit. Like, oh, gosh. And, uh, I I can understand. Thank you for pausing, Carla, to have me not say, oh, sure, to really acknowledge and appreciate and to realize, yeah, sure,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Evening is huge. Jennifer has said her ministry cannot succeed. If she can't receive. So receiving is huge. That's something I'm really so thank you, for, it, for helping me. It seems like you're not, but we're one. Can't not be
3: Well, I think we um I know for me anyway. I um as a child I was appreciated, I don't mean it like that, and I was told thank you and stuff, but I don't think I was truly acknowledged to the depth of acknowledgement, so therefore, i developed a, oh, it's so much better to give than it is to receive, so therefore, it's uncomfortable to receive, and oh, no, not me, you know, literally seeing, oh, don't notice me, and yet, the wonderful feeling when I do accept and receive and then am acknowledged. So it's huge, I think it's huge. And actually receiving and
1: giving are the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I think when I learned that, that was, um, it felt like wisdom um,
3: years ago. Yeah. Now you can't have one without the other.
0: Yeah. I love when Jennifer says, but one of the things that she started doing is when someone would get, pay her a compliment, he would say, you know, like if somebody said to her, you look really great today. And she would say, yes, it's true. Thank you. <laughs> you know, really receive it, really receive it. And let the person that was giving it know that they were heard and well-received.
3: It's quite the practice. Yeah. Do what? I couldn't hear that. What?
1: I said it's quite the practice of oh. receiving., Let's see. Thank you.
0: I guess we could go on to like what intention can we set for ourselves for healing the neglected areas within us? What can we choose to make a big rock that we haven't really fully accepted?
2: That's just it for me. Is just accepting them the way they are. That that's just how they appear. It doesn't mean that's truth or anything. Just when I accept it, like if I burn the cookies, right? And I'm like, if I get upset at myself for burning the cookies, and doesn't change the cookies. They're still the the way this they way, but yet i go oh i crave this and it is good that's what i've been practicing i crave this and it is good and so when i do that i feel better doesn't matter about the cookies i feel better Mm -hmm. so it's it's (coughs) that is acceptance seems you know
0: So what was the question? (laughs) What intention can you set for healing that is a neglected area? And I think Carly you hit on that for me as well because um, when I can accept myself, even the parts that I judge aren't so great Mm -hmm. or aren't as evolved or, (laughs) you know, when I can accept those parts of me, then things flow much easier. I mean, I know I, I wrote a forgiveness letter last Friday about, um, we're having a conversation after dance class. My teacher, her father has been in the hospital for quite some time, and um, when she gets stressed, she can't eat. And uh, several of us, other ladies, are a little more endowed with the padding than she is, and so we were just mentioning how, you know, when we get stressed, we go to the opposite direction where we eat things mindlessly and things that we shouldn't and maybe too much and. You know, afterwards, when I came home later on, when I was reflecting on the day, I thought, you know, that was kind of insensitive. And then my mind just started going with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I sent her a message, you know, saying how I'm, I'm sorry that that was rather insensitive and, um, you know, like downplaying her challenge of eating while she's so stressed out. And, um, just apologizing. I, you know, I hope you can forgive me that, that, that I was so insensitive. And the next morning I was still feeling it. And my mind was still making up all these stories about it. Like, oh my gosh, I've damaged our friendship. And maybe I'll have to stop going to dance class because she's my dance teacher. And like all these stories were coming up and I'm like, all right, I'm writing a forgiveness letter about this because apparently it's not going away. So I wrote the forgiveness letter and I felt a little bit better. But there was still a part of me that was freaking out a little bit because she had not responded to my message. And um, Lori reached out to me. She wanted to talk to talk to me about something that had to do with work. And I said, Um, well, when we have our scheduled call, can I read you this forgiveness letter? Will you hold space for me for that? And she said, yes, she would. And I thought, great, okay, I'm going to get to read this out loud. This will be helpful. And I went on on doing whatever else I was doing, and I thought to myself uh, a few minutes later, you know, I'm just going to accept that part of me that is still, Attached to the outcome of her responding and forgiving me. And it wasn't five minutes after that that she sent me a message that said, oh, Linda, you could never be insensitive. I thought it was funny what you guys were saying. Don't even worry about it. I'll see you in class next week. I'm like, you know, that... <laughs> That is such a miracle because I'm really feeling like if I had not noticed that and then hadn't followed through with writing the forgiveness letter and asking Lori if she would let me read it and then uh, and then coming to that place where I was allowing and accepting that part of myself that was really hoping to hear from her and, and receive her forgiveness – I think that the outcome could have been so much different, you know, that it may have been that our relationship would be damaged and I might not feel comfortable going to dance class anymore, you know? So I'm grateful for that miracle. That's, that's my big rock that I've been neglecting a little bit that, I'm ready to put more on the forefront again.
1: The acceptance of where you are. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a big one. I went to the retreat in October the intensive. And you all know that that was a real healing and, and so big for me. And then probably a month to the day, the first day was October the 8th of that workshop, and then November the 8th was when I had, I kind of, the retreat was um, so healing and so precious and so miraculous, and then I went kind of, and so in that spiral,
3: I found
0: Oh, I'm I'm froze. Froze. she'll come back. I know her computer does this sometimes. oh okay. it knocks her off and then it and then she gets to come back. What do you think, Carolyn?
3: <laughs> what do I think?
0: Yeah, is there an int- intention you can set for healing in a neglected area? Um,
3: I, ju- I do realize that I think some of my um, habits are so ingrained that I don't even notice them. And then when they show up, I get real upset about it. So I hesitate to say that I want to be more aware because, of course, when I declare that intention, then I'll get to see it all. But <laughs> um, I think trust is a big one for me. It's a big, huge rock. Trust that, trust that spirit really is in charge. Trust that I really um, can... I call it just taking a sigh, just, if there was a movie Waiting to Exhale, I think, or something like that, it's kind of like that, just all of, I would like to just have permission, Carolyn, within myself, just, deeper than let it go, just, trust it, trust it, trust it. Beautiful. So, my intention is to step, leave all the little pebbles outside, and to step into the goodness.
0: <sighs> Welcome back, Robin. <laughs> Would you like to complete your thought? You were talking about the spiraling. Oh, here you're, you're muted. And there you go. I
1: would just say, in, in that underbelly, uh, there's a knowing that it's a time for reflection, for regrouping, for resting, and just taking what has happened and learn from it. And then in the end, uh, but there was still this queasiness or sadness or grief. But in the end, it was coming to acceptance. And then, and it was like, it was like I woke up, you know, and felt better. And then just um, just forgiveness coming next, you know, just forgiving where I am, accepting where I am, and um, so yeah, acceptance and forgiveness. And that for me, the big rock is just the desire to you know know God, to know that Spirit, to follow and listen and I mean, it's just about uh, divine oneness and having that joy that we all want, that peace. That's the big rock. Yeah. And so setting intentions and paying attention, I would put into this. Um, and preparing, preparing my heart and moving forward in everything with love and gratitude and uh, with maybe a tiny bit of fear still around in places, but not, but really changing my attitude towards the way I move forward. Focusing and working in the invisible more and more.
0: Yeah, that's where the good stuff is. Carolyn, you're muted, honey.
3: And it's all good stuff, isn't it? Yes. I don't like that one either. (laughs) I'm a smart rat. (laughs) Thank you, Robin, very much. Oh, thank
1: you all.
2: Oh, my goodness. I'll say (laughs) attention. I feel like I'm starting actually to practice it. And that's what Jennifer's talked about is to be grateful. I used to judge whenever stuff came up. I judge myself as something and the judgments still happen, whatever. And then I'm like, thank you. I, I've started with this. I don't do this exactly, but I started with this is it. Thank you. Show me another. Thank you. Show me another. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm great. How can I, I don't know if it's the right words, but resolve it. I I don't even have to because God, just give it to God. But if I don't see it and I'm doing the same pattern over and over and over again and I don't see it. Then I, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing the same thing over again. So I'm really grateful to be shown even the muck. You know? The clutter. Because without seeing it, I've been living in it all my life. And I didn't know it was there. So, how can I clean it up? <clears throat> so I'm like, I'm really much more grateful. Grateful, 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 it doesn't end. And
1: so Carla, what you're sharing is reminding me of when we do meet all of this with compassion, we, when, if we can, as it comes up, if we can be grateful, we can meet it, meet it with compassion. And acceptance, and um, and so we don't want to deny it. We want it to come up. We want to feel it, Carolyn. We want it to come up. We want to feel it, and then we want to meet it with love and compassion.
2: <sighs> with the grant, with the divine comfort. <laughs>
1: divine comfort, yeah. Marty, oh man. <laughs> I want to eat one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be searching for them now. <laughs> I don't oh. think I've even noticed any kumquats in the grocery store, so <laughs> look like kiwi yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. I think they're in the forest, and mm-hmm. you can pick them off the tr- I was with a friend. She says, "Robin, look, you can eat this." I think it was a kongkwak. It wasn't that great. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) Linda, I'm so happy that you got to go and see Angela and visit her and see the baby and spend time. And that little group with Angela, the little study group, we talked about it in our class. Yeah. Sorry for changing the subject, but.
0: Um, okay.
1: Yeah, just so heartwarming and just such a model of extending the community, getting us out there with each other. So beautiful. Yeah. And Lawrence was there.
0: I know. I was
1: just like, yes.
0: Yeah, I was so grateful for his presence. You know, he's very quiet. Oh, yes, I and know. There so many of us around the table, and he hardly got a word in. And I just sat next to him, and I would, like, every once in a while, I just put my hand on his knee, and I was just like, I'm so glad you're here.
1: <laughs> he was glad, too, right, Carly? He said he felt so welcomed and at home. and Yeah. So I'm glad you got to do that. And you got to um uh, you got your mom and you've got your husband. So that was pretty significant.
0: Yeah. Even for four days, yes. <laughs> and nothing major happened while I was gone, so it was good stuff. All that day. see that that's huge, Linda, because
2: how many times have you gone when you come back and it's like this is what an example of your mind changing.
0: Yes exactly an example and, yeah and I had such peace um, traveling like I used to get so anxious before I would fly anywhere and have this sense of um, claustrophobia and like I couldn't breathe on the plane and there was none of that oh, that's great. there was none of that it was a miraculous. Mm -hmm. adventure, adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm grateful for that. Does anybody have anything to share before we close out? Would anyone like to say our closing prayer? I'm happy to do it. right, I'm placing my hand on my heart. Hmm, that deep breath of love and gratitude and deep appreciation for this time to spend with my beautiful sisters. Grateful for the joy and the tears and the realizations. Grateful to get to send Diane some healing energy as a group. Grateful to be the happy learner. Remember to laugh. Grateful for each and every moment when we noticed something coming up for us. And now we can look at it and we can be so grateful for it and we can laugh about it because we know it's the divine kumquat and that's oh. just awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. So grateful for Jennifer and this incredible community of love and compassion and sharing and safety that she has created. Okay. Grateful for all of our teachers and all of our families and friends and grateful for the assistance we received from them and from all of our heavenly helpers elder brothers and sisters ascended masters archangels angels and saints so grateful that they have wrapped their loving arms around us to keep us safe and feel supported and guide us in each and every moment reminding us to live in the moment because that's where the joy is So grateful that we can receive that joy and then share it with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, and
1: thank you. Yeah, Yeah. great.
2: Good to see you, Carolyn. Yes, Carolyn, please
3: join us again. Yes. I usually um, am teaching on Fridays, but sometimes I'm not, so okay.
0: yes. i when I can. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. See you yeah. next Friday. Yeah. Bye. 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 How do I get out of this? Oh.